right, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Groove Live Show. This is your man, man, DJ Melo Jones. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the ones and twos. And I'm also on the live. You know what I'm saying? Like I told y'all, coming at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going to continue the discussion with the one and only, you know what I'm saying? I got to give her a nice, warm welcome, YouTuber, Yanika. What's going on, Yanika? Hello, everybody. How's it going? Everything is going good. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back to the show. For everybody who didn't catch the last time we spoke, go ahead and let them know your name, where you're from, and where they can follow you at, real quick. Uh, my name is Yanika. I am from Jamaica originally, now living in California. And you can follow me at bosslady underscore 876. Y'all heard it first. I can follow at bosslady876. And we are back because we are going to continue the discussion. You know what I'm saying? Last time we were here, we were chopping it up about, you know what I'm saying, Valentine's Day. There's no love in the world. You know what I'm saying? But after the end of the discussion, I realized that some men get love and some men don't. You know what I'm saying? Depending on the size of their heart. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just must, you know what I'm saying? I, I got I to start, get to the nitty gritty. You know what I'm saying? I have to present this question to you, Nico. You know what I'm saying? How much does the size of a man's heart matter in a relationship? You know what I'm saying? And by heart, you know what I'm saying? The Jamaicans would say buddy. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I mean, there's so many different ways to say it. but can can small-hearted men get love? You know what I'm saying? Is there a place in the world for them? Do they need to just go on uh, small heart island and live? There's no place for them? Or are women looking, are women able to look past that? So I present that question to you, Ayanita. Well, first I would say it depends on the woman, right? <laughs> it depends on the woman, but generally, if a woman is looking to settle down and things of that nature, then for some women, the size doesn't matter as much. It's more so, is he able to work with what he has, right? Um, for some women, they actually find larger hearts painful, right? I mean, if, if you know, you're a small girl like me, it can, it can be painful, <laughs> but... Um, for others, they might require it. Um, it's good to look at larger hearts for sure. <laughs> Yo. I just gotta keep it real, right? I gotta Yo. keep it real. <laughs> but <laughs> if a person is able to use what they have correctly, granted it's you know a normal size, um, he shouldn't have any issues finding love in this day and age. Um, not all women care that much about sex, um, but if sex is a big deal to a person, then whatever you have, you have to know how to work with it for sure. Okay, okay, cool. So it depends on the woman, that's for sure. So if, we, if I were to ask you in particular, you know what I'm saying? Like, do can men with a small heart get by with you? Like say, okay, he's, he treats you well, you know what I'm saying? He he has a career. He doesn't nag you for money or anything like that. He takes care of himself. And he's a good man. Would you be willing to look past that? Or is that like a deal breaker for you? 
Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I am a physical person, so he has to know how to work with what he has, for sure. <laughs> um, that's why I say it's more so the motion in the ocean, right? That's that's what they call it. Um, so he has to know how to work with what he has, but whether it's small or large doesn't matter as much for me. That's 100%. It doesn't matter as much, you know what I'm saying? So all the small-hearted men out there, just know that there's hope, you know what I'm saying? You just got to learn how to work with what you got, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody can have a Ford Escalade. Some people got to have um, a little Prius, you know? And that's all right. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I think a lot of men put too much energy in the size as well because realistically, most women are what, four to five inches? So it's like you don't need a gigantic part to make what you have work. You just have to know how to use what you have. Take some dancing classes if you have to and learn to, you know, work your waist and whatever the case may be. Okay. So Say he had a small heart, but he wasn't even a good performer. You know what I'm saying? Why, are you interested in teaching men how to please you? Or is that something that you feel like is a prerequisite? Men have to already know how to do that. And how far are you willing to go as far as coaching this man on how really to get you in the right? I don't know, get you going right. Um, well, technically, you have to coach everyone a little bit. When you are you have a new partner, they're not going to know you like your last partner, right? Um, so you have to coach everyone to some extent. I mean, now, if you're just not compatible, you're just not compatible. But um, yeah, I'll definitely be willing to, I mean, I'm, I'm a vocal person, so I'm going to tell you, hey, do this, do, you know, like, <laughs> that's me. But not all women are vocal, like, as women... I feel like a lot of women were kind of taught to not be vocal about their like sexuality and things of that nature. So some bring that to the bedroom and they're not so vocal. They might not like something and they won't tell a dude like, hey, switch it up and try this, you know, but I'm, I'm vocal. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, hey, let's let's do this. <laughs> Everyone's coachable, though, if, if you got if you have the right person, I think. If you're the right person. And, you know, to give the male perspective on that, I agree with that, too. Like, I don't expect um, a woman to know exactly what I want right off the bat. And, yeah, like, I'm willing to coach. You got to be willing to listen a little bit and um, grow. Um, but one thing, you know, this might sound weird. One thing I do, I have noticed is, like, most of the time, like, good girls... You know what I'm saying? Like, they tend to not be as good in bed. You know what I'm saying? And like, I've noticed that like women that I've dealt with who were more promiscuous, you know what I'm saying? In their past, they weren't necessarily promiscuous with me. They were way better in bed than women where it was like, they were, they've only been with a couple people before. And I don't know, it was more like, I, I feel like at this point in life, like the woman that I marry is probably not gonna be of a promiscuous nature. So I'm probably gonna have to give her a bit of um, coaching <laughs> as um, how to do certain things. And it's like, 
I want to get into specifics, but I just don't even know if I should go there. You know what I'm saying? Like really get to like break down what I need her to improve on. But yeah, like I feel like um, I I would be willing to coach um, a woman as well. And I don't think um, like I do think sex is important in a relationship, but I I, I think um, the friendship aspect, like I got to see you as a homie. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, we're going to live in the same house. I got to be able to hang with you like you're my friend friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like my wife is going to be my best friend. I'm going to talk to her about, you know, things that make me feel vulnerable, things that make me feel insecure, things that I wouldn't share with the average person because I feel like she's going to honor those things that I told to her in confidence. You know what I'm saying? She's really going to um, not use it against me, which what women do a lot. You know what I'm saying? This this kind of rolls into another uh, topic. Is like a lot of men, they get frustrated with women because it's like, we want women to be our peace. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we're out in the world dealing with the war of the world. You know what I'm saying? Trying to provide for our family however way we can. We want to come home and feel like, you know what I'm saying? Our wife listens to us as we vent about things and is not going to use them against us when she's upset. You know what I'm saying? Because I've noticed that that's a pretty like common trait that women have. Like they'll take they'll, your little vulnerable moments where you're venting to her about something. She's going to take that, put it in a vault and be sure to hang it right over your head when she's upset with you. You know what I'm saying? And those things kind of hurt. And that's why men are afraid to be emotional with women. They're, they're afraid to, to open up because they don't, I don't want to say all women do this, but women will gaslight you. Like they will make you seem like crazy for how you feel about something. They'll make you feel like something that makes you feel vulnerable that make you feel like you're almost a bitch in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, this man is trying to come to you about something that he's, he's not confident about. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he wants to confide in you with something. He doesn't want you to use it against him as, as like ammunition when you're upset. And we see that happen a lot with women. Um, does that does that happen conversely with men? Do you feel like men use stuff against you when like when you vent and become emotional with them? <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, it happens both ways. I think I've definitely told men things about myself just for them to like um, try to use it to their advantage in a sense. Um, try to use it against me, and it it sucks. Um, but it's a part of, I think, weeding people out. Like, does it mean I'm going to stop being vulnerable? No, because ultimately what I want requires me to be vulnerable a little bit. So I just have to learn to have the proper emotional response to when they use what I tell them against me. Um, I, I come off as the nice girl, right? I'm always nice to everyone. And and some people try to take advantage of that. Does it mean I'm going to be stop being nice to people in general just because one or two people or a few people like try to take advantage? No, I just 
learn learn to um weed those people out better and um learn how they how they act and how they um go about things um as i grow older like i i that's just been something i think we all go through and not just men but women too like and i think for us sometimes it might even come off worse because we are typically more in tune or i can't say more in tune but we show our emotions more so it's like when we're you know being vulnerable with you and then you take that and you twist it on us it's, it then becomes like hard for us to sometimes move forward that's why you'll come across women who have those walls up and even men who have those walls up so i think it's just one of those things you can't control what people do you can only control what you do um just have to get better at weeding people out is how i put it but one of the things i'll say for men i think sometimes you guys aren't the best at communicating <laughs> You're not the best at communicating. Sometimes you're going through stuff and it's like you expect a woman to know what you're going through without even telling us that you're even going through anything. You just um, kind of zone out and go away from the world and even from the woman that you're dealing with. And sometimes as women, we don't know how to deal with that because it can sometimes come off as you not being interested or you playing games or you doing whatever. but if sometimes as men, you just say, hey, I'm going through X, Y, and Z. And even sometimes you don't even have to get into details about it if you're not ready. Um, it's just those little small steps I'd say men can take <laughs> to help women in this process. Um, but if you feel like the woman that you're with, you're actually explaining things to her properly, not just, you know, you guys weird way of thinking people should know what you're thinking. <laughs> Like, there's a lot of men like that. They expect us to read minds. But if you're properly communicating it to her and then she's still using it against you, then in that case, I'd say maybe you have the wrong girl, possibly. That's 100%. And I, I'm glad you said that because it's like, the, the reason men are like that is because, like, men normally we don't get to be as free with our emotions as women are. Like the only emotion that men get to freely express is anger. So all of our emotions tend to get triggered through that. You know what I'm saying? So when we're sad, it's angry. When we're, disappoint when we're disappointed, it's anger. You know what I'm saying? When we're devastated, it's all just channeled through anger. So that's the only one we're, we're we feel like we're freely able to express. And then when it comes to communicating with our women, it kind of goes back to that, um, men are just nervous to get to that point with women because emotions is not men domain. You know what I'm saying? We don't feel comfortable dealing with emotion. We don't, men don't regulate emotions as well as women do. That's just, that's just how it is. It, it's, it's harder for men to understand like the way they feel is temporary. We always feel like we have to do something about it. And really when you're dealing with emotions, you understand that it's almost like a wave. You just gotta ride it. You gotta just, you gotta, you don't have to do something about it all the time. Cause what happens is every emotion we get, we act on it. And then we get ourselves into trouble. And then the reason men don't really want to communicate is like, 
it's like kryptonite for a man to to have a woman make him feel like a bitch you know what i'm saying it is like kryptonite to superman like men hate that they hate that so much you know what i'm saying so it's like we'd rather suppress emotions get cold you know what i'm saying because we just feel more comfortable in that state you know what i'm saying it's it's kind of black and white but women rule peace and men rule war so men feel more comfortable in situations where by war, I mean, it's like competitive. There's a sense of win-loss. With peace, it's like everybody wins. There's diplomacy, there's sharing, there's openness, there's all of that. With men, it's like win-lose, you know what I'm saying? It's me against the world. We, we get that kind of mentality sometimes. So when it comes to our emotions, we don't want to feel like a loser. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Venting and stuff like that. We feel like, okay, our emotions have been put on the table. Now all that vulnerability is out in the open for anybody to do something with. You know what I'm saying? You feel weak. You feel like a fish out of water. You feel like, um, like, a, like a, what you call that? A turtle out of its shell. You feel naked. You know what I'm saying? So it's like men don't like that. That's why men rather keep it platonic. You know what I'm saying? It's just sex. You know what I'm saying? Or it's just whatever it is. The friends with benefit, like type of vibe, that type of situation. Men like that more because it's like, it's it's almost like competition. You know what I'm saying? Who can protect their feelings more? You know what I'm saying? Who can, who can be stronger in the situation? Who can, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, when it's a real relationship, it's about peace. It's about a partnership. And it's like, that's not men's domain. We don't feel comfortable there. We don't feel like we can win, you know, because when it's, <laughs> when it's in that situation, it's not about winning. And then it's, that's confusing to us because that's kind of how masculinity is set. It's about winning. Men care about winning. They really, really do. So I feel like that's why men have that emotional disconnect because it's like, I'm going to just deal with her straight and, whole, and cold and hard because I feel like I win in that circumstance. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I, I'm not a loser. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, really, a real relationship is not about winning and losing. For sure. And no, for sure. Good, good. You're right. Um, a real relationship is not about winning and losing. And you have to make yourself vulnerable or else how are you gonna get that life partner? Um, your life partner is not gonna be perfect. It's possible she might once or twice bring up something that you said or possibly use it against you over a lifetime. I mean, we're human beings. We're not perfect, right? And you're going to do the same more than likely. And you're just going to have to learn to have the proper emotional response and, you know, apologize if you need to and have that conversation to not let it happen again. So I think. I mean, it's a tough thing. I get it for men. And especially because you guys are raised in a way where they tell you, oh, if you're come off too emotional and by emotional, I mean men crying and um, showing sadness and things like that. It makes you weak. But I don't know. To me, it's like I actually find that 
draws me closer to a man you know like I feel like if a man is just like being hard all the time I feel disconnected and I think women in general we feel a little disconnected when you're just all hard all the time it's like once you start showing a little vulnerability I mean if a woman really likes you then your vulnerability is actually a strength and to your advantage now if she doesn't like you so much then it might come off as weak but when a woman actually likes you, your vulnerability can actually work to your advantage. Just a tip. <laughs> That's interesting. It's interesting that you say that because that really leads me to my next question. And it's, um, why do women have such big obsessions with the whole bad boy, gangster type, or hood niggas, as, as some people would say? But then they often complain about them when they do them wrong. You know what I'm saying? I know you probably are not one of those women, but I'm sure you probably know women where it's like they have a hood fetish. It's like, <laughs> got to be with the hood guy. Like, that's all they want. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Um, if you can explain on what you mean by a hood guy right because I'm a hood girl I'm from the hood I don't talk like it I might not look like it but the hood is within me right so um, it depends on what you're saying is a hood guy I mean all hood guys aren't gangbangers they're not all out here being these horrible human beings I mean if you're talking in aspects of cheating and abuse like that's men all across the board whether they're hood or not hood so um it depends on what you're referring to as hood guys. Are you saying like men who are gangbangers or just a hood guy in general? I'm talking about the gangbangers, the one that's slang dope, the ones that, you know, pistol whip people, the ones that's really, really affiliated. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, you know what I'm saying? I was always a good boy. You know what I'm saying? I was a, I was a good kid. You know, I wasn't... Um, I didn't want to sell drugs. I didn't want because that's kind of what my father did. And I was all about trying to be different. You know, I was trying, trying to find out how to be a man, but not being that type of man. You know what I'm saying? So I was big on that. But I, I noticed that you would always lose out to those men. You know what I'm saying? And it's like women always, they always go for them. And it's like, you feel like as, as a good a good man or whatever. You feel like you can't win. You feel like you can't succeed with these women. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't until I got to college and I was like, man, <laughs> I'm gonna just be a part of the cycle. You know what I'm saying? When I went to college, all hell broke loose. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I'm a dog, these women. And it was like, when I started doing that, I started getting more uh, play out of women. I started getting more interactions out of them, I started being more successful with women. Obviously those relationships weren't a success because I started I started wanting the wrong things out of women. I, I my value system was off. You know what I'm saying? So as I got older I realized like I gotta be careful the women that I deal with because they might potentially be the mother of my kid. And do I want this person raising my kid? You know, you gotta ask yourself those questions so but yeah you know as these young men come up we we constantly feel like if we don't convert to these hood guys you know what i'm saying the ones that's selling drugs the ones that's you know what i'm saying doing women dirty you know what i'm saying 
like you feel like it's the men that do women so dirty that always have so much success with the women you know what i'm saying and it's like it, it gets to the point where we feel like man we gotta be like that too you know all right when you keep saying they have success with those women um you have to remember when you said when you became that guy you realized that it wasn't it it wasn't working either right so you have to sort of think like a lot of the women who think like that, like want the bad boy, like the real bad boy types, the gangbangers, things of that nature. I say those are little girls who haven't really developed into being full women. Um, I would never realistically want to date a gangbanger, right? But the one thing I'll say about hood men is they're very protective. Um, <laughs> Me coming from the hood, like you see how they are. It's like they're very protective of their family and their friends and, and things like of that nature. In the hood, there's more a uh, community sense. And I think sometimes people don't look at the certain characteristic that these hood men have. They're very big on like taking care of their woman. They're very big on protecting their woman. And um, women love that. That's that's one of the things women want. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Most of us women, we like a little bit of excitement here and there. Um, some of your typical good guys, they don't know how to um, sometimes let loose and have a little bit of fun, you know. And by fun, I don't mean like dogging women. I just mean doing more fun things, going out, having a good time here and there. It doesn't have to be a constant thing, but every once in a while, a woman needs a little bit of that, I think. She needs a little excitement. But I don't want people to get caught up in the aspect that women are going after these bad boys because they're gangbangers, right? No, it's, it's really a lot of the characteristics that they have. I look at my brother. I mean, we're all from the hood, but he's one of the, he's actually the, one of the best, um, he has one of the best father-daughter relationships I've ever seen with my niece. Like, every time I see him with my niece, I'm like, I hope that the man that I marry is this close and, and, and um, with my daughter. Like, I hope that. Um, and he's also, like, very big on family. I, I remember one time when I was a teenager, uh, he wasn't working or anything, and it was my birthday. And he was like, here's some money. It's not much, but here you go. And, you know, it's like stuff like that, that people don't see about some men from the hood that they think it's just the gangbanging, but they have a lot of really good characteristics because these are men who didn't grow up with money oftentimes. So they had to learn other aspects. They had to learn women as well. So <laughs> um, a lot of these dudes, they might look rough on the outside, but they're very sweet and nice. Um, when you're in, um, behind closed doors, so don't let them fool you, okay? <laughs> Do not let them fool you. I think men have to start looking at what are the characteristics that some of these men have outside of the negative traits, like look at their positives. And I think if men can take on some of those positive traits, being protective, being caring, listening to your woman, knowing how to be a great conversationalist. Some of the great conversationalists in men that I met are from the hood. Um, some of the good guys types, they don't really know how to talk about things other than like work. And I mean, we don't want to sit and talk about work all the time. You know, I think men have to start looking at the characteristics beyond, beyond them just being hood, if that makes sense. I can see that. I can see that. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there, there's definitely good characteristics to them. But <laughs> a lot of the time, those men do women wrong. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, once they do women wrong, then women want to come with the whole narrative that, oh, all men ain't shit. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? They quit to write off the whole gender. You know what I'm saying? All men ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, is it really all men ain't shit? Or is it the men that y'all deal with? That ain't shit. And it's like, I hang with these men. Like, they admit. They ain't shit. Like, they, they lie to their women all the time. Like, dog, these are my homies. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, men to men, we have these conversations. Like, they do their women dirty and they feel like, honestly, like, they women just gonna be cool with it. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the times... They are, you know what I'm saying? They go back, they, they continue to have babies by this man. I'm not saying all women are like that. I know w real women exist, but you just see it happen so much. So it's like, a lot of times men feel like we got to convert in order <laughs> to succeed, you know what I'm saying? And by succeed, I mean, get play out of these women, you know what I'm saying? Get laid out of these women. We want to sleep with these women, like in all honesty, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the mentality of a young man, you know what I'm saying? Because you you want you just you just want to have those moments where it's like you get the girl that you want, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing, there's no better feeling, you know what I'm saying? As a man, it's like you you're on a mission, you 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 figure out your target, you know what I'm saying? You want to execute, you want to get that girl, and then you actually get her. You, you want to sing, you want to sing from the rooftops. It's like it's such a good feeling, you know what I'm saying? We a lot of the time, us men, we feel like if we don't become these dog type men, we just always gonna be labeled as you know the boring good boy that you know what I'm saying. He can't keep no conversation. He can't. He can't make people laugh. He can't. You know what I'm saying? He can't do none. Like Mary J. Blige said, you know what I'm saying? Bad boys ain't no good. Uh, good boys ain't no fun. <laughs> I mean, they say the same things about women, right? Like me being the, I guess, the typical good girl, right? I, I you know, I, even though I came from the hood, I went to school. I, you know, I, I don't be out doing a lot of craziness that a lot of women do these days. Um, and I come off as your typical good girl, and and we feel it the same way. Um, you know, I, I don't think that people realize that. One of the things I do realize, though, is, you know, me being from the hood and, and having that background sometimes work to my advantage. It's weird to say, like, men love that excitement, too. Like, you know, I tell a man I'm, you know, I'm from X, Y, where I'm from, and, and they all of a sudden, like, it's like they're even more intrigued. It's like they come at you because, yeah, you look like a good girl, but like the narrative you say about good girls, they're usually not any fun in bed. They're not, um, <laughs> you know, they're not like the the more savagery woman, right? And so men can sometimes get bored with that as well. Um, so I think I have one advantage working for me in a sense, but we go through the same things. And I don't think you should change for anyone um, just because, you know, the person doesn't like you being the, the good person that you are, don't change that for anybody. I think that 
Um, you can learn certain characteristics, like you can learn to be better at conversations and things of that nature, but um, there's no need to, to completely change who you are. Uh, like I said, a lot of those women are young girls who haven't fully developed into being a woman. And oftentimes, eventually that, that young girl turns into a woman and she gets tired of that man and she finally leaves. And sometimes she leads with a lot of battle scars, but eventually she leaves. So where does being the bad boy eventually get you? Because you look at Future, for example, he's created, you know, all these baby moms and things like that. But the baby moms, you know, they they move on to their other men or whatever the case may be. They get what they want out of him and keep it pushing. Because realistically, as a woman, we know that... Um, the bad boy types are not necessarily the settling down types, right? They're not the ones you want to raise a family with. Um, they're not the ones you you want to have your kids looking up to. And, and it's the same for men, the other side. You want a woman that, you know, your daughter can look up to, your sons can look to, to say, hey, this is a good woman or whatever the case may be. So um, i say just, Keep it pushing from women like that, who you feel like you have to lie to, who you feel like you have to do all that extra stuff with. You should be able to be 100% honest with your life partner, I believe. That's 100%. That is. And I think you made a good point because you're like, yeah, when you put the shoe on the other foot, men do like bad girls too. And that's kind of true because there was a time where my values when it came to the women that I wanted were very very shallow very very shallow very superficial like I remember literally thinking this thought in my head I was just like God I just want a woman with a fat ass that smokes a lot of weed and I was like and literally God listened to me and he gave me just that I promise you I ran into a girl where it was like she had a fat ass and all she did was smoke weed you know what I'm saying? And it was weird how it was like God answered your prayer, but then you realize it's like, I mean, after that relationship ended, because that relationship went south, you know what I'm saying? I realized like, yo, I, I actually value much more than that, than that out of women. <laughs> but um, that after that moment, I realized like, dog, you got to be careful what you wish for. You know what I'm saying? God will give you exactly what you wish for. So you are here wishing for not much. God is going to give you not much. You know what I'm saying? So you really got to meditate on what do I want from a woman? What do I want from the mother of my children? What do I want from this new member of my family? Because at the end of the day, you're going to be a part of their family and they're going to be a part of yours. So do you feel like they'll be the right fit? Do you feel like you know what I'm saying? Could that really, really work? So that's when you have to take a step back and ask yourself those type of questions. So as you get older, it's like you become more refined in, in what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? So that brings me to my next question. Like, um, what are you personally looking for in a man, a husband, a father? Um, and how, how will you know when you find, when you found it? <laughs> I was thinking if he hasn't found me yet, right? <laughs> um, for me, I'm I'm a 
woman, I mean, some people like to view me as this independent woman because I take care of myself and all those things. But um, I'm definitely into a man's man. Um, as far as the protector provider types and by protector, I think a lot of men sometimes think it means physical, whereas you know, protecting me emotionally and mentally as well is very important. Um, that's a part of like my weeding out process. Like, is he gonna be able to to protect uh, my feelings? Does my feelings even matter to him? Because I've literally, ha ha there's men these days who think that a woman's feelings shouldn't matter at all. And I'm not saying that, you know, just because we have these feelings, it means it's right or wrong. It's just more so, are you going to acknowledge that and, and take it into consideration? Because men these days, they're watching a lot of videos online and they start springing these lines like women and their feelings. So I like to weed those types out <laughs> very quickly. Um, and then providing. I would prefer a larger family. So a man who can show that he'll be able to provide for that is very important. Um, I mean, of course you wanna be attracted, but over time, I mean, attraction isn't as big of a deal once you really, I mean, think about it. It's like, you're gonna grow old with this person and they're not gonna look like what they look like when you first meet them. Um, someone who's considerate, Again, I guess that goes back to my feelings and being considerate of those things and, and just considerate about, you know, his actions and how that's affecting me. Um, I think sometimes men do things without realizing how they're how it's affecting the woman that they're with and their family. Um, having some compassion and a level of emotional intelligence. A lot of men, like we were talking about earlier in the video, you guys don't express yourself very well emotionally, um, typically, right? So a man who has gotten to a level where he's developed enough emotional intelligence to, to know when I need that um, is very important. And I think it's important to a lot of women as well, because um, sometimes men think that women just up and leave them one day, but usually it's like months or years of them dealing with whatever emotional turmoil he was putting her through before she finally says, okay, enough is enough, right? Um, so those things are, I say, of the biggest importance to start. I mean, there's other things, um, you know, but I think the other things are more preferences in a sense if that makes sense but the, the bigger things is just being able to protect and provide having compassion you know don't have me out here looking stupid so um someone who is trustworthy very very important um <laughs> i have to be able to trust your word um because sometimes people will say one thing and then they do something else and <laughs> you're just like what's going on you know what I'm saying but I mean of course we all want a man that's faithful and loyal as well I think everyone wants that right <laughs> um but I I'd say the bigger things is protection providing being able to trust your word as a man um and yeah having uh, a level of emotional intelligence that's what's up that's what's up and that's really not too much to ask for. It's really, really yeah. 
Um, and then as for my end, like, what do I want uh, from a woman and stuff like that? I definitely, one thing that's really, really important to me when it comes to family and, you know, a woman and stuff like that is I want a woman who's very passionate about being a mother. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that matters to me because I don't have that power to be a mother of children. You know what I'm saying? I, all I can rely on is the person I choose. You know what I'm saying? I can control what type of father I will be, but that's just it. That's just my side of the equation. So uh, a woman that's definitely passionate about um, being a mother because I didn't have a father growing up, but I had a great, 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 great mother. And I, I, I feel like it's my duty to give my kids that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just feel like I can't, do them wrong by just getting anybody pregnant. You know what I'm saying? You have to have self-control. You have to be confident in your journey. You know what I'm saying? You just have to believe that you will come across, she she exists and you, you will, oh, you will come across that one at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? So that's one, you know what I'm saying? Very, very passionate about being a mother. Um, what else do I really want out of a wife? Um, a best friend, you know, somebody to vent to, somebody to um, talk about, to be vulnerable with, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the time, even in our male friendships, we don't necessarily get to be vulnerable, even with our male friends, because it's just like vulnerability is not something men want to deal with too much, you know what I'm saying? So it's very refreshing to have a woman that you can do that and you know she's not going to use it against you when she's mad. You know what I'm saying? So that that's something nice to have too. Um, I think a woman that's good with money um, is important to me. Um, I don't want to say I'm bad with money, but um, I feel like I can do better with money in all honesty. Like I feel like I could budget better. I feel like when it comes to setting goals as to saying by by this time frame I should have this much saved and sticking to that, I feel like I could be better with that. So if I if I had a woman that was already good with that and I could learn from her, then that would be cool. And then one thing about me is I'm a very mental person. I'm a very intellectual person. So she gotta be smart. There's gotta be something about her where it's like, she keep me on my toes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can get bored easy, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, I need a woman that's like dynamic, she's fun, she's like, um, I don't know, but like, she gotta be smart, she gotta be, like, she gotta like to dance, she gotta like to, I don't know, to have fun in, in any type of way like that. So that, that's really important to me, because I feel like if I'm gonna be with you for a minute, like my life, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be committed to you. I feel like every time I'm with you, it's gotta be a good time. You know what I'm saying? I gotta feel like it's a blast every time I see you. Cause like I said, I'm gonna see you as my best friend. Like I'm gonna tell you stuff that I wouldn't tell none of my homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Like none, you know what I'm saying? And I, and then I want you to tell me stuff that you probably wouldn't tell your homegirls. Cause one thing about me, I respect stuff that's told to me in confidence. I'm saying I have a lot of respect for if you tell me something that 
you know, makes you vulnerable and stuff, I won't, I personally won't use that against you. Because to me, I see that as lame. Like, oh, let me just use this as ammunition to strike you whenever I feel the need. Because it's like, if I'm really committed to you, why would I ever feel like I need to strike you in any way? Why would I ever feel like I need to keep dirt on you to use against you in any way? Like, I feel like when you, when you, when you have a partnership, it should be very pure. It should be very like, cause it's like, if you can't, if you can't be pure in your relationship, how can you be pure in your friendships? Like if you can't genuinely just care about the person that you in a relationship with, how can you genuinely care about your friends? Because a relationship is a friendship at its core. Obviously relationships take it to another level. You do certain things with people you're in a relationship that you don't do with your friends. Or at least I hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So those things are really important to me. The biggest, biggest thing is like, she's got to be passionate about being a mother. Like if I'm dating her, I got to be like, why, why do you want to be a mother? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to ask stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? What values do you want to instill into your children, our children, whatever? What do you know what I'm saying? I, I would have to like pick her brain almost like, you say with the whole running tests, you know, I, <laughs> I guess I naturally run tests on my own yeah. point in time. Cause it's like, I just want to make sure I make the right decision. I just don't want to look stupid out here. And I just want to, it's just like, man, I found, I found my woman. Now it's just time to build my family, grow with her. Um, and let's just become better people together because one thing, um, like with me in relationships, it's like, I'm going to push you to do better. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody that I'm in a relationship with and it comes off like I'm being hard on you. You know what I'm saying? That's how it comes <laughs> off. But it's like, I don't do it just to people I'm in a relationship. I do it to myself too. Like I'm very hard on myself when it comes to certain things. And I, because I'm somebody that's all about growth. I feel like every day you should be a better version of yourself. I don't like stagnant energy. You know what I'm saying? I, I see the world as in every day you're, you're either progressing or you're regressing. There's no such thing as like you're stagnant. From one day to the next, you're in the same place. I think you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. And I think it's the same with your relationship. I feel like it's either you guys are growing together or you're going to eventually grow apart. You know what I'm saying? So that willingness to grow, passion, passionate about being a mother, that, that, that is like the number one. Um, and yeah, so that, those are the things that I really, really um, want in a, in a partner and stuff like that. And it, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm excited for marriage. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. I know you're about to say something. And that's so good to hear, like you saying you're excited for marriage. You don't hear a lot of men saying that these days. <laughs> um, I did want to add, though, that I do like a man that's confident within himself. It doesn't mean that he can't be vulnerable with me and things of that nature. But overall, confidence is something that women like. I mean, that's something that a lot of hood men have too. So <laughs> uh, men can learn a thing or two from those hood dudes. 
Um, and then a family man is very important as well, because like I said, a large family um, and a good role model for my kids, because I mean, I don't think that my father was a good role model for me, but I had a lot of father figures. Um, like my uncle is someone I really look up to. And um, even my brother as a father is someone I really look up to. So um you know, a man will have to showcase some of those um, characteristics for me to to give the go ahead and say, yeah, this is the man I want to father my children. Um, one of the things I think I, I had sent you was something about strong mother versus strong father, right? And, um, you know, for me, I always think like, you know, if at the end of the day, you had to choose one or the other, I'd always go with the strong father, um, just because of, you know, certain things I went through and seeing how, you know, father figures affected me versus like my mother or mother figures. Um, and so that's, that's why it's of such important as a woman to pick someone that's going to be a good father and role model to your children. Yeah. It's it definitely got to be a good father, role model to your children. Um, yeah, because me, like, hopefully this doesn't sound bad, but I'm more in the, into the marriage for the, the whole unit, the family. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in it for the kids. I'm really, really in it for the kids. Like, that's what I'm in it for. That's why I say, like, I don't know if if the soulmates thing is real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if there's a woman who is perfect for me, but I do know that there is at least one woman in the world that <laughs> satisfies the, the simple values that I have and I can tolerate her enough to just make it work. You know what I'm saying? If if I do have a soulmate, fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's it's not real. I'm just saying at this point in life, I just... I just want a healthy um, environment for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, I'm trying to break a lot of generational curses this lifetime. So it's just certain things where it's like, I don't want to go through that road again. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just, just redo the cycle again. Like, so it's, it's things that you really have to fight. It's almost like in your spirit, you have to fight because it's like history has a way of repeating itself. And it's like okay. circumstances where it's just like, you can see it's like, if I give in mentally right here, I will just become a part of the cycle. And you really, it's like, you really got to be to your guns about certain things. And I'm happy to be able to do that so far. And it sucked because we already got to 50 minutes. We got 10 minutes left and we only hit like two topics. So um, let me try to get this last one. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is one that Unika sent me. Why do men marry good girls and cheat with hoes? You know what I'm saying? That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? And this question, you know, I'm going to answer it. And this, this ties into the central underlying topic of this week's show, and that is the importance of commitment. Now, men marry good girls because men 
when the girl that you marry is kind of the girl that you claim, you know what I'm saying? That's the girl that you tell all your friends about and stuff like that. Hoes is just to go have fun with. You know what I'm saying? That's how men see it. So men want to marry a good girl that you don't have to worry about her, you know what I'm saying, being a hoe, you know what I'm saying? Because she's a good girl. She's going to behave herself. She's going to let me do my dirt. And I'm going to come home and I get to, you know what I'm saying, get in them drawers too. You know what I'm saying? Men love that concept. You know what I'm saying? It sounds toxic, but I just suck. Like, it's, that's just, that's just, you know what I'm saying? So that's why, that's why men do that. Like, men want a good girl where it's like, no matter what he do, she finna just be solid in that corner. You know what I'm saying? She's just going to be solid. Let him have his little fun. Because in his mind, it's like, man, these women aren't important. It's you that I love, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's you. It's you. It's you that I love with all my heart. You know what I'm saying? These girls, you know what I'm saying? Man, these girls, eh, don't even worry about them. You know what I'm saying? Because men like hoes because it's like hoes are more fun, for one. They're willing to do more sexually. More often than not, I'm not saying good girls aren't, you know, I'm ready to when it's time, you know what I'm saying? But most of the time, hoes are like, they're easier, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to put in as much work to get through to them. So men like that, especially weaker men, and it's the men that don't have a sense of commitment, you know what I'm saying? Like, men don't like to commit, one, because a lot of the times we don't feel like there's much in marriage for us we don't feel like men feel like well what's in it for me you know what i'm saying like there's a lot in it for women you got this man that he's got to take care of you financially he's got to provide for you he's got to um you know whatever he's got to buy you a house he's got to buy you a diamond ring you know what i'm saying all these things so men feel like well what's in it for me i gotta drop all my holes and I gotta, I gotta be faithful to her now. And now I gotta, I gotta buy her a diamond ring. I gotta, I gotta protect her and all these things. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's how men see it. So men, in men' mind, it's like marriage don't feel like a, it don't feel like a, a, a good deal. It don't feel, we don't feel like we're winning. It goes back to just kind of how masculinity is set. We feel like when we get married, we feel like we, we don't win in that situation. You know what I'm saying? And that's. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? Be, a man being married is winning because he, he, he have a woman that's devoted to him, or at least he should. You know, we, we talked about it last episode. People don't have much integrity for the holy matrimony that marriage is. But to answer your question, that's why men do that. You know, ultimately, men don't feel like there's a lot in marriage for them. They feel like it's not a fair trade. They feel like and then I, and the way marriage is set up here, the woman can divorce you and get half your shit. So it's like, men feel like, why, why would I engage in that? You know what I'm saying? So it, it goes, we have to change the narrative as to what marriage is. That, that, that's one thing. And we, we do have to coach men. Like There has to be a generation of men that are devoted to breaking the cycle. You know what I'm saying? It, and we have to be the ones to encourage these young men to get married. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not somebody that's going to encourage super, super young people to get married. 
like 18, 19 year old people that a lot of people try to do, especially in the in the religious community. Like they want to push off these kids 17, 18 into marriage. And it's like, these kids haven't even found out who they are yet. It's like, if you don't know who you are, how are you going to know what kind of partner you want? You know what I'm saying? But I do think we need to encourage young men um, to, to be open to the positive side of a relationship. You know what I'm saying? You have a woman that genuinely cares for you. You know what I'm saying? These hoes don't care for you. These hoes come bring you STDs. They come bring you um, headache. All they want to do is, is spend off your money and stuff like that. So when, when you think long-term, like when you think from a committed mindset, you understand the value of a wife. But I think, I don't know if it's just men or the way people view relationships. People think commitment is like a death sentence. They feel like it's like um, ball and chain, you know? Like they feel tied down. I even felt that in my early 20s. Like, I was like, mm, marriage, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, why would I lock myself off from the potential of being uh, available to all these women just for one, you know what I'm saying? Especially at that time in my life where I don't feel like I ever really dealt with a woman yet. You're just kind of dealing with girls, you know what I'm saying? And it's like what you said, like real women, they want different things, you know? So yeah, you know, so, so to answer your question, um, I think that's why men kind of like the hoes because they know the holes is not long-term. That's not nothing to, to invest in. The good girls are what you invest in, but the holes are more fun. And the, the thing about holes is they let you do what you want. You know what I'm saying? Holes let you have the side girl and she don't give you a headache about it. The good girl is going to nag you about that. She's going to bring, and rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying she's wrong for doing that, but men like it when kind of, it's sad to say, but kind of women lay on their back and let us do what we want. You know what I'm saying? That sounds dark, but it's like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Like men, yeah. <laughs> kinda, they like that. She just lay back and just kind of let us run the show. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the sad thing, though, is when men marry the good girls or the typical good girls, right? Um, and then they go cheat with the, you know, the hoes. They don't realize that that then damages her. Like, you might think she's just allowing you to come back, but that messes with a woman's head. It doesn't matter how good she is or how much she loves you. Um, eventually, or if she hasn't already behind your back, she's going to go do her. Um, so that good girl can very well turn into a hole that you were trying to run away from because of your dirt. Um, I think to solve that problem, men should probably try to find a good girl that matches whatever fun you're looking for. <laughs> or she's open to whatever fun you're looking for. Let me put it that way. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And it's crazy because like this, from this discussion, I've learned that it's like men and women are breaking each other. Like a lot of these women who are hoes, probably used to be good girls yes know? I feel like they all were like we all I always say we all were born innocent men and women and your upbringing society all these things you go through then turns you bad 
You'll have that guy who got hurt in the fourth grade and he's mad at all women the rest of his life. You'll have that woman that got um, played or whatever the case may be. And now she's like out being a savage. So it's like, we all, <laughs> we all were born good. It, it, it's like maintaining that good though is difficult, especially in this society with social media and all the superficiality of the world. Um, it takes a very strong person to maintain the good. Let me put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very true. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of integrity to not become one of these savage men out here because, uh, man, you just don't want to become these savage men out here. And, I, and it's funny because a lot of these savage men probably used to be good boys. I mean, look at Tupac, for example. Tupac was a good boy in his teenage years until women start doing him dirty and then he became Tupac, you know what I'm saying? So it's interesting, you know, a, a lot, we're damaging each other. Men and women are damaging each other. And I think it's making it more and more difficult for people to find love because I feel like it shouldn't be so hard. It shouldn't be, I feel like in the olden days, I feel like people just found that person around before the age of 30, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like nowadays, you hit 30 and you, the, the majority of people you dealt with already done got shitted on so much that they just turn into savages, as you say. So it's it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. Yeah. But um, hey, it's 10 o'clock. We've, we've, we've had another discussion, you know, with Unique, and there's still so many <laughs> more topics. You know what I'm saying? The hour just flew by. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a lot of fun. Shout out to you, Nika. Shout out to you for um, coming back, doing part two. You know what I'm saying? I guess we got to do a part three because I didn't even know. We didn't even get into um, the finances. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be 50 50. Husband and wife. The, the husband cover everything. The wife save her money or the wife cover everything. The husband save. How does that work? You know what I'm saying? Who, you know, who feeds the kids? Who's, whose paycheck does that come out of? And stuff like that. We're going to have to get to the nitty gritty of that you know what i'm saying but um i just gotta thank you thank you again for taking out of the time the time out of your busy schedule i know you're a busy woman business owner you're doing your thing out there in los angeles you know what i'm saying so um more power to you uh hopefully we can get you back to do a part three and uh yeah, okay. any last words you have shout outs anything like that before we let you go yeah thank you for having me again um, I want to shout out my cousin's business in Philly, PGB Home Healthcare Agency. If you are looking for home healthcare aides, or if you are a home, home healthcare aide, um, reach out to her. Uh, so I just wanted to give that shout out. But thank you again for having me. No problem. No problem. Hey, shout out. Everybody, make sure y'all go follow Yanika on YouTube. YouTube channel is a Y-A-N-I-Q-U-A. You know what I'm saying? She posts videos pretty frequently. Check out her channel. And um, we appreciate you again. We're going to have to get you back for a part three. You know what I'm saying? It might even turn into a whole relationship series. You know what I'm saying? We'll see how it goes. We'll take it one day at a time. But um, we appreciate you again. Continue on your journey. Don't let you know what I'm saying? These men. I know. It's so hard out here. It's hard out here. Like, Hang in these there. men. Uh -huh.
Hang in there. You know what I'm saying? The right man is out there for you. Stay calm. I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) He might be right under your nose. You know what I'm saying? You probably already found him. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know it yet. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? So, until next week, y'all. You know what I'm saying? DJ Melo Jones signing out, as well as Yannika. I got to get her back. We're going to do a part three, you know what I'm saying, of the interview. But um, until next week, y'all, y'all have a good night. Stay safe. You specifically, Yannika, you have a good night. You stay safe. And you keep your head on right. Don't let nobody turn you into no savage, all right? I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, guys. Have Have a good night.